Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. So we're recording this interview from a room at Thornley's guest house where we performed at Nyoni Fair last night. And it's a real honor to be up here north in Ishawi. And I have uh, Lizzie Gaysford here with me. She's a singer-songwriter, a multi-instrumentalist in the band The Fishwives. She's also an ecologist with a particular passion for frogs. Hi, Lizzie. Hello. Why music? What drew you here? I think it's probably like this for everybody who's in music family. It's just when there's music in the house and you grow up singing and you grow up in choirs and yeah, and just music in the house. And particularly my father's sister, Jane Gaysford, is a musician and she's just been a role model creatively my whole life. Um, she's a fantastic guitarist, uh, instrumentalist. And yeah, I just kind of always wanted to be like Jane and <laughs> be a musician. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how old were you when you started learning? I was probably about 11. Yeah, at our little school here, um, you know, just like basic guitar lessons just for the church band mm-hmm. at the convent yeah. with Sister Dolores. That's <laughs> where <laughs> many people started. I refused to go for proper piano lessons. And I'm really, really glad that I did that because everybody who did just doesn't play anymore. God yeah. bless Sister Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> lovely in many ways but probably quite a hardcore piano teacher um and so just sort of i'd see jane maybe once a year throughout my teenage years and she'd give me this marathon lesson and i'd kind of be left to figure it out the rest of the year and then see her next time and multi-instrumentalist talk me through you played guitar you play been playing a bit of bass recently because it's just someone's got her Um, and then we've always had a piano at home, thanks to a good friend here, Dave Stark. Um, he's given me some particular challenges of, you know, piano pieces to learn and so on, and the kind of collaborations like that, which kind of put my arse into gear. But I still, I mean, I wouldn't call myself a pianist or any of these things, actually. Yeah. And then I was also inherited a amazing, huge Scandali accordion a while ago. Wow. And so what do you do but just kind of start fiddling with it and then you start playing that but yeah jack of all trades but certainly like not master of any of them at all <laughs> i mean <laughs> i saw you play last night i beg to differ <laughs> thank you okay so five career highlights okay to give context to someone who's never heard your music before all right so with my band the, the fishwives are the album that we brought out in 2019 that was a very big deal i mean it was like a long time coming and took us a long time to get there but we managed and we made it and that mm. was just just so so good obviously and then just like certain experiences so when we were like very very new we just got this opportunity to go and play opi copy and it was just the biggest deal because we were just like out of it was just literally out of nowhere and we, we'd just been kind of starting and buggering around really and jamming and suddenly we were on the stage and it was like what's going on you know yeah. um, playing the Cape Town Fringe Festival was also great just for the experience of being in the city hall and just the incredible lighting done by our friend Mr. Farmer <laughs> yeah you know those kind of more like experiences totally in fact speaking of those experiences when you say fringe tell us about the Gramstown oh man <laughs> so that's it's really like so I mean I studied there and we all we all did and it's just it's just that 
that throw together thing, you know, where all the artists are just chucked in one place and what do you do but play? As the fishwives, me and Celery and another girl who was with us called Nicole, we just we were kind of jamming and then we thought, okay, well, now there's this festival coming to town. What do you do but make it cohesive and give your band a name and find a stage? Yeah. And that's it. And just, and what was so important for me during those years, oh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about what it was, all of it, was the way that's so in that formative, that early 20s time, to just have town suddenly overtaken by all of these artists and people who were being artists and for like getting this realization that, hey, you can actually do this. Yeah. People are doing this. This is what people are doing. Yeah. They're not doing other things. <laughs> they're yeah. being artists and they're putting their posters up and they're dedicated. So that was, I think that thing, just like so that annual reminder. Your ultimate why, what drives you to keep creating? You can't not. That's it. Like, it's where everything goes. It's where everything that's inside goes to not be inside anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whether it's writing the song or writing anything or playing the instrument, it just feels better afterwards, mm. regardless. I mean, I was very, very disciplined during lockdown of just like, you have to play music every single day. If you don't, all the wheels come off. Yeah. <laughs> I was chatting to a, a young friend of mine. She's 11. She was having a bit of a hard time and she plays the piano. And we were just saying, yes, she's always, she's always going to have that. And yeah, whenever you're having a hard time, you've got that. Incredible gift. Yeah. yeah. Undervalued. Huge. Undervalued tool, coping mechanism, all of it. Yeah. What is your songwriting process like? Actually, and in fact, Dave had said to me that you are quintessentially South African as a songwriter. You didn't try to be international you didn't try to be something that you're not you create from a south african perspective uh, in the words that you use it was so interesting to hear and then to watch you play last night and to see so much of how real that is and in fact that's the music that i like it's so exciting what is your process like this is first on the like the south african thing was ties into the previous question like why to keep creating it's like it's also just the way of documenting what's around mm -hmm. and telling the stories that's it and they're like these tiny stories that go overlooked and these tiny little details that are so significant mm -hmm. so it's kind of about i find importance of that and the, the south africanism thing it always kind of you know we all listen to I don't know. Well, I suppose in like the folk kind of genre, we listen to a lot of American music and we're so mm. familiar with their landscapes. You know, the feeling of flipping Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, getting off the bypass at, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know I'm exactly like, what you mean. All the lyrics, like the lyrics to draw on it, like gone off my head. But we have our own of those things. Absolutely. And that's why I also love Afrikaans music so much because like the language and the place is just connected, you know, yeah. which there it is, yeah. you know, we know what that looks like. You're going to experience it when you drive home tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah, it's about expressing our own landscapes. And why talk about wolves when we have jackals? They are jackals. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's the thing. But then the process, so it would usually be a, like a, a little bit of a fruitling around and a guitar or a piano or whatever, and a little bit of a melody. Mm. And then the words literally, usually most of my songs, the words are just completely like accidental and are kind of just there to hold the melody, mm. like the shapes of the words to hold onto the melody. And yeah. the, the, so that first line is usually out of absolute nowhere. And then it generally would form around that. Yes. The moments I kind of think, oh, like I want to sit down and write this kind of song doesn't work. It's just, the yeah, and the, the rest of the song forms and then it'll take a long time sometimes, sometimes quick, but usually sits and stews 
for a really long time. Yeah. You know, unfinished for years sometimes. <laughs> you know. That's familiar. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> and you grew up here in Zululand. Yeah. Do you speak any other languages besides English and Afrikaans? Um, I went to German school. Yeah. I'm pretty badass at the Deutsch. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I kind of grew up, I guess, like everybody around here, like, you know, learning basic Zulu, functional mm. Zulu. My father used to teach Zulu, which was good. Wow. And then when I went down to the Eastern Cape, I really took it upon myself to try and get better at Xhosa mm. and took it in my first year and like made a conscious effort. And then down, I was living in the Cape and carried on there so I kind of this stage when I'm down there people would know that I'm from here because there's bits of Zuluisms and yeah. then when I'm back here all the old Gorgos cut me out for speaking this closer language yeah. <laughs> you know? I just find that it's really an important thing to at least make an effort yeah. in such a multilingual country totally because one of the things is that you do have a few uh, words in other languages in your songs don't you yeah, as it should be, because that's how we talk here. Yeah. You know, you don't, I mean, around here, it's not about getting a vaccination. It's about, hey, have you had your Java? And that's, yeah. you know, we've appropriated these words and mixed them. And, and I just, uh, it's also the whole, like, that Mandela quotes about how when you, you speak to a person and their mother tongue, you speak to their heart. Yeah. And just by making an effort, you kind of, there's a lot more connection to be made. I found, at least. Yeah. yeah. No, wonderful. And now, up here in Ashawi, yeah. what's the music scene like? Um, <laughs> so my good friend Dave Stark, who I believe you're going to be interviewing at some stage. Yeah, he's kind of been the resident muser. I mean, it's not a wedding up here unless Dave's Play doing the thing, and then has produced, brought out two really amazing albums. Mm -hmm. I'm really honoured to play minor roles on yeah. so it's kind of him and then when my partner and our drummer Strato and I moved here it was just the most natural thing that we started a band you know and instead of Dave playing the pub alone now there was the two of us too yeah. and just like it's just covers and it's just fun and like um, and that's where it was also like oh well there's a guitarist and a drummer okay well here's a bass just do it yeah. you know and all the YouTube lessons are there and like whatever yeah. <laughs> you know and it's just I also just love cover music so much, you know, like I remember being a bit of a songwriter snob, original music snob at some mm -hmm. stage, oh, you know, so-and-so plays covers. And I'm like really ashamed of that because those songs, you know, you play the songs that people love and that mean things to them and then you're doing your job. That's the archetypal purpose. Totally. Um, you know, it's to write, obviously, but then the other side of it, you know, that ancient thing of being a musician, you're there in the church square or the town, whatever, you know, yeah. you're playing for the king. You're there to make people feel things. Totally. And to bring joy. That's joyful stuff. The yes. cover music, the jewel music. And that band is called the Katembas. Yeah. Which is a tribute to our friend Peter Engblom, who is our resident artist here. Resident artist madman. Just like a really lovely, complicated, but I think he was a big inspiration for a lot of creative people around here. Yeah. Yeah, and he passed away in October last year. Oh, he used to sorry. drink very, very wine-heavy katembas yeah. <laughs> quite a lot, which might have been part of his undoing in the end. <laughs> so, yeah, it's for Peter. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a wonderful story. <laughs> and obviously everyone in the small town knows that. I think so. Yeah. What is it like for you to collab with other musicians in these bands? It's different. I'd just like to just draw on, on Celery, my musical sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we met in early varsity and we both had pet rats and we were both confused as, a, as to whether we wanted to study natural sciences or fine art. Yeah. Um, and we both played guitar and we just kind of 
it just was normal and lovely and so yeah really like I can see us playing together as old ladies mm. so it's really been the whole thing has been creatively writing together yeah um I think we've got a really cool thing going it makes me really really happy to sit in the room with her yeah with the guitar on her lap you know yeah it's really cool it was so nice to see you guys play and how different your voices are okay to each other oh, cool. and how they complement each other like yeah yeah it is oh my gosh that one song that you did last night about the murder with daisy yes and then to hear strata's um <laughs> of shouting in the background what is it let me go let me go <laughs> this is daisy's like revenge <laughs> all that was a celery slime all that was left was a pile of clothes on the floor and a thank you note and two eyeballs <laughs> It's so nice. <laughs> there is nothing cliched about your guys' songwriting. Oh, it's too Thank wonderful. You. Yeah, that was, it was exciting and funny and, and a real joy to watch. What do you predict for the future of live music? Strata was reading, I can't remember the guy's name, but a guy who's a historian who studied pandemics in history hmm. and says that inevitably when this stuff goes down, it comes with a time of austerity you know, economic depression, mm. uh, increased conservativeness, turn to like uh, religion for a time, kind of like a dark period. Yeah. And then inevitably there's an explosion. On my 21st birthday, a friend of ours put his arm around my shoulders and he gets it to me and he's got this voice and he says, Lizzie, don't believe what all these old farts tell you. It just keeps getting better. Party, <laughs> party, party. <laughs> That's so cool. He's got this laugh. Okay. <laughs> And so summing up of that article yeah. was that the three P's of plague, pestilence and pandemic are inevitably replaced by the three P's of party, party, party. And we don't just mean, you know, like party, but it's just a general celebration and abundance. And and I really believe that. And I keep telling people this, that it's like, it's going to be amazing when it breaks open, when this shit's over. Like, we must be excited. Yes. It's going to be great. And like, everyone's going to want to do it. Oh my gosh. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> yes, I'm for that. So, I mean, what makes you continue creating? Because I know you don't do it full time, but what keeps pulling you back? It goes back to the beginning, like the why. It's like mm. the, you, you have to, and it's the reflection of what's around. And like I said, it's, yeah, not full time, but it's very much my identity. This is what I do. And I also think what's also really cool is I'm just like chatting to so many friends recently and everyone's having like existential crises about their jobs and like, is this what I really want to be doing and blah, blah, blah. And like for me, I can do any work and I've done lots of strange work for money and it's yeah. never affected my sense of self totally. you know, because to me, I'm still, and I'm lucky for that, I think, you know, that that's, you can whore yourself out doing spreadsheets. Absolutely. You have to. Because I'm a musician and you can go home and then like stay up all night writing a song. Yes. That is really well put. Yeah. I think that's the crux of it. Victor Frankl said that when you have a why, you can deal with any how. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. And I suppose when you are a musician, you are lucky. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. The feedback is so valued when you actually, you think you're doing something that might be insignificant and someone comes to you and it's like, wow. I mean, your set last night, like I have not seen our town sit and listen like that really like wow yeah. you know if it was hitting everybody thank you and that's important like yeah. it's important job to be doing yeah thank you yes you're incredible <laughs> in light of everything that we've spoken about do you have advice for other musicians and artists yeah just to do it to go inside and play it like you do it like you 
don't think of you the best. You're not doing anybody any favors trying to be something that's not, obviously. I mean, yeah. it sounds like the most cliched obvious, but it's real. Like, hey. Yes. Just like. Percent. It's like your job here. If you're going to be being an artist, your job is to do it your way because that's your job. Totally. <laughs> we don't need two of the same people. And thank God that doesn't exist. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Just be you. How can people get in touch with you or hear your music or what you guys are doing and when the next shows are? What's obviously the social medias. Mm -hmm. Just like such a ball ache. Like we really, (laughs) we like, at some point, like, I got so pissed off there was a festival application and they wanted to know how many Facebook likes we had. And I mean, I get it. I do get it. But I also, like, I just wanted to go and like delete our Facebook page after that. (laughs) Fuck this. Honestly, like, because it takes work. We've debated this with everybody till the cars come home. No one likes it. Nobody does. Nobody does. And it's part of the work that you've got to do. And that's, and I respect that hugely. And it's hard for everybody. (laughs) We put a video out once. Someone had just said, oh, like, you guys need to get more active on social media. So we all, like, put on 80s exercise gear and, like, did an aerobics class. (laughs) And got active. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid shit like that. It's wonderful. But, yeah, I mean, obviously the Facebooks, we're on Spotify our album is called Algae. Mm-hmm. Um, Fishwives Algae is there. Got some songs to release that we were kind of planning on making another full album before the shit hit the fan. So we've yeah. got a couple that will be coming out at some stage. Yeah, Wonderful. A couple more. Well, we will play out with one of your songs and then um, I'll have links. And I really recommend that you go and listen because it is authentic South African music that is properly good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for chatting thank you it's awesome now keep doing what you're doing it's raining frogs and yeah it's wonderful it's wonderful to be here in this it feels like a jungle here yeah well, it is yeah it's what's special about the town it's like built around a forest in and out like we take it for granted but it's like to get from one side of town to the other <laughs> you're gonna drive through this amazing indigenous forest like who else sees bush babies on the way home after the pub <laughs> And in fact, if you're listening and whether you're from SA or not and you're looking to tour here, you should reach out to Lizzie and maybe set up some shows here in Ashawa. There's a beautiful crowd of people who would love that, I'm sure. And it's worth coming here. Come to Ashawa, get a life move to Zululand, they say. If you are an independent artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on shotguntory.com. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Cruising through the Kalahari Mixed CDs and not a worry drive Coca-Cola the wind in my head My, what a beautiful scene This is the dusty dream But as the sun sets behind me My tank burns dry Gather all the wood I can Heavy fence posts
In the sand I build my fire In the middle of the lonely
break down glee.